Welcome to the Full Out Podcast, where you'll get tools, tips, and inspiration to start living your most passionate, expansive, and abundant life. I'm your host, Samantha Jo Harvey, professional dancer and group fitness trainer turned lifestyle entrepreneur, speaker, and women's empowerment coach. It is my mission to help women live their lives full out. No more surviving your days, playing small, or marking your way through life. It's time to let go of your blocks, step into your power, and own that you are worthy of having everything you want in your life, business, and relationships. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Full Out Podcast. It's Sam, your host, and I am so happy you are here. If this is your first time listening, welcome, girlfriend. You are supposed to be here. This podcast was made for you, and I'm so happy you're giving it a chance. And if you've been listening since day one, welcome back, sister. I'm so thankful to have you in my corner, to have you as part of my girl tribe. I, you know, whether we're going on walks together or we're driving together or we're working out together, I'm just so thankful that you press play and um, you got me in your ear. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate your reviews. I appreciate you screenshotting and sharing with your friends. I am just so thankful because when we share things that inspire us, that motivate us, that change the way that we think, and we share it with our friends, we literally raise the vibration of our planet. We raise the vibration of our friends. And when we are all vibrating at this higher level, we do incredible, amazing things. So thank you. Thanks for being here. Today is all about self-love. And if you Google it, what is self-love? It's something we like talk about constantly, but you know, it's kind of elusive. I think we don't exactly know what it means or how to actually do it. So I Googled it. What does Google say? Google knows everything. I think Google is the most amazing thing ever because literally you have every answer you could possibly need at your fingertips. And Google says, self-love means having a high regard for your own well-being and happiness. Self-love means taking care of your own needs and not sacrificing your well-being to please others. Self-love means not settling for less than you deserve. And like, that's cool, but how do we actually put that into practice, right? It's not like you just wake up one day and you say, I'm going to love myself today. And all of a sudden you just feel amazing and your well-being is so awesome and cool. I find that we need actionable steps to help us feel self-love. And I think that is something that we all struggle with. I know for me, self-love has been something that, gosh, I have struggled with on and off for years. And I think it's something, quite honestly, that's been passed down societally, generationally, you know, across the board, through our media, through our relationships, through our parenting, through all of the things that influence who we are and how we show up in the world. And I'm not really going to get into the history of that, but I want to focus on how to actually shift and adjust and increase your self-love through actionable steps. And if you want a community of people that also wants to do this, you should definitely check out my new Facebook group called the Full Out Collective. That's like our amazing tribe of women who also want to live their lives to the fullest. But next week, starting June 1st, we have a free five-day self-love challenge where I'll be going live every single day in the Facebook group, giving us tools and homework to flex our self-love muscles. So today I'm gonna give you a bunch of ideas and then next week in the Facebook group, 
we're going to do it together. And I think that there's something really powerful about women coming together with a common goal. I think that we are so much more connected and so much more similar than we ever realize. So if you want to check that out, definitely check out my website, samanthajoharvey.com and go under resources and you'll find a link to sign up for the free five-day self-love challenge. So today we are going to get in to some different ideas for how to flex your self-love muscles. Now you guys know I am a gym queen. That's like my former career and passion. I will always be a mover and a dancer and fitness will always be something really important to me. And so I think that's why I always use fitness and movement metaphors. Literally self-love is like a muscle. How do you learn to flex it? Well, in the gym, when you're trying to work on your glutes, you don't just, you know, walk around and say, glutes, come on, activate glutes. I want you to work, grow bigger. No, you have to do exercises that literally flex the muscles. So that's what we're going to do today. Here's a couple different ways that you get to flex your self-love muscles. Now, when we are thinking about our past decisions, I want you to consider, did you make past decisions based on you loving yourself or did you make decisions based on external sources? What society told you, what your mom taught you, what your boyfriend wanted you to do or your husband, what, you know, you felt out of emotional distress, what, what was the factor that encouraged you to make a choice? Because most of us aren't aware of the choices we are making. A, we don't realize that we have a choice. And then B, we don't realize that we're making choices based on other people rather than making choices out of love and respect for ourselves. So as I go through this list, I want you to ask yourself, how would someone who loves themselves show up? How would someone who loves themselves eat and make choices for their body? How would someone who loved themselves choose a partner? and act in a relationship? How would someone who loves themselves move their body? How would someone who loves themselves show up in a friendship? And you know, it's so interesting because most women are incredible friends. We're so good at showing up out of love for our friends and our dogs and our children and our partners and our business partners and everyone else in our lives. And we put ourselves last. And so I'm going to pose the same question to you. How would, how would someone show up in all of those areas if they love themselves first and foremost? That one hit me because I know that I, as a recovering people pleaser, would put everyone else's needs before me. And when we do that, we tend to lose that self-love experience. We tend to do things for other people before ourselves. So let's start with some of the super, super basics, but I think that if you can start to open your mind to how you can make a different choice, maybe there will be a revelation in here for you. And I'm really curious, you know, what does resonate for you? What is stuff that you're already doing? What can you improve? So for me, I love affirmations and meditation. Now I will tell you when I'm going through something, like if I'm you know, in the middle of something really tough emotionally and personally, meditation is incredibly challenging because my first tendency is to run away from that. It's to go work out. It's to go do things. It's to get busy in work. 
But I ask myself, how would I show up if I loved myself? Would I allow myself to sit in the meditation and maybe allow things to feel uncomfortable and to move through it? How would I show up if I love myself with my affirmations? And affirmations are so incredibly powerful. And I believe we've talked about this on other podcast episodes. But when you write and say out loud the things that you want to call into your life in the present tense as if you already have it, your brain finds ways to make that true. Your brain doesn't want to be wrong. So if you say in your daily affirmations, today is going to be an incredible day. I love my life. Then your brain will find ways and it'll be on the lookout for how is this day amazing? So you might notice the palm trees and and the sunshine on your daily walk when you never would have realized them before because your brain is searching for ways for the day to be amazing. Maybe, you know, you, your food tastes extra good that day. It's because your brain is finding ways to make that affirmation come true. So in the world of self-love, those affirmations might look like, I love myself. I love my body. I take care of my body because I am a goddess. I take care of my body because I am a queen. I nourish myself because I deserve it. And so even if you're eating like crap, that affirmation is going to be there in that subconscious so that you maybe will make better choices and you're starting to actually change the wiring in your brain to love yourself more. Your affirmation might be as simple as I love and value myself. I am worthy. I am enough. And those might be simple things that you just put as sticky notes on your bathroom mirror You might put it in your journal so every day you write it and you say it out loud and you repeat it 5, 10, 15, 20, 55 times. It might be something that you listen to in a guided meditation. We want to retrain the brain to start loving yourself. So that's kind of that unconscious or subconscious level. The next thing I like to think about as far as self-love is what can I physically do to show myself that I love myself? And the first thing that comes up for me is movement. You know, I'm, I was in the womb swimming around as a dancer, so I just naturally feel good when I'm moving, whether that's dance class, yoga, boxing, running. Well, I don't feel great running, to be honest, but I feel good after running. <laughs> just me? No? Okay. Um, so how would I show up movement-wise if I loved myself? And I know for some of you, you're like me and you're like, oh, I have to move because it's my sanity. It keeps me feeling good. And some of you are like, I just cannot get myself up off the sofa right now. I just feel like crap and I don't want to move. So I ask you to ask yourself, how would someone who loves themselves move their body? And here's the next layer of it. That doesn't mean you have to go do a 35 minute hit workout for you Showing your body and yourself self-love might mean taking a break from crazy intense workouts and allowing yourself to take a walk around your neighborhood. One of my very, very best friends of all times is going through a very serious health diagnosis. And she found when she would go for runs that it was actually harder for her. She would come home and she would cry and it was, it was like very challenging. And her naturopath said, yeah, you have too much adrenaline in your system. You have too many things going on. And so your system 
is on overload. And by stressing the body through physical activity, it's making it more challenging for you. So maybe just a simple walk around the neighborhood is what your body is really asking for. So you get to get quiet and ask yourself and give yourself permission to say, body, what do you need right now? If I want to show up with full love and compassion for my body, what does it need? And then you get to decide from there. So there is no wrong answer. It's what is right for you in your body. And so self-love is also taking away comparison. It doesn't matter what, you know, Nicole's doing on Instagram or what Sam's doing, you know, on her Facebook lives with her workouts. This is all about honoring you and removing the comparison because what you need right now in your life is specific to you and how you love yourself today is specific to where you are at this point in time. So whether that means taking a break for a week and just walking around your neighborhood or putting in a workout DVD. I mean, does anyone use DVDs anymore? I guess, do you stream online? Like, or, or does that mean you try something new? You get to decide what that is and you get to ask yourself, if I love myself, how would I move my body today? Would I move my body today? When we are talking about this health and wellness space, naturally it's gonna lead into food. And this is a way in the past for me, I used food as an emotional coping mechanism. But if you pause and you ask yourself, how would I feed myself if I loved myself? Would the answer be getting a tub of ice cream and eating an entire tub and feeling like crap? And the answer probably is no. Girl, I've been there. I've been there during the bikini competition days where I was on the craziest restrictive, you know, low, low calorie diet. And then I would get one cheat meal and I would go nuts. I would go to islands. If you're from the West coast and you know, islands, I would go to islands and I would get a burger and fries. And guess what? They replace your fries whenever you want them to. So I would get fries and then maybe I get a second round of fries and then I go, Oh, but you know what? I haven't had cheese. I'm going to get a side of mac and cheese. And then maybe I'm going to have the brownie dessert. And like that in and of itself was not good. It was not healthy for me. I physically felt ill afterwards. I emotionally felt worse afterwards. That was not an act of self-love. Even the term cheat meal, I absolutely hate it because it implies that it's a negative thing. So if you are someone that like feels really good and you find balance through eating a certain way during the week and you have that, you know, quote unquote cheat meal on the weekend, try calling it an indulgence meal. And the real test here, the litmus test is, can I enjoy this meal and not let it stress me out? Can I be in full joy and happiness and love as I indulge in this dessert or in this piece of pizza and not feel guilt around it? And if so, that is an act of self-love. But if you're finding yourself hating yourself as you're having that glass of wine or hating yourself as you're you know, indulging in whatever that food thing is for you, then you know, hey, I get to make a different choice. I get to choose differently. And so, you know, I was just in Baltimore a couple weeks ago and I, I grew up loving Friendly's Reese's Pieces Sundays. And if you're not familiar with friend, Friendly's, that's an East Coast uh, chain. And my mom, when she was pregnant with me, would crave Reese's Pieces Sundays. And it's like a, a vanilla ice cream. It's like five scoops of vanilla ice cream this warm peanut butter sauce, 
hot fudge, Reese's Pieces, whipped cream, a cherry on top. I mean, it is the most indulgent, incredible dessert ever. And I really believe that my mom passed down this craving to me because that's what she had when, when she was pregnant. And when I was in Baltimore, I sent the picture to a friend and she was like, look, if you can enjoy it and have it in full joy, then girl, go ahead, enjoy it. And that was just such a brilliant revelation to me because if I eat it and I would feel guilty as I was eating in it, as I was eating it, then it wouldn't be in full joy and it wouldn't be an act of self-love. It would be an act for like coping or, you know, an act of habit. But if I could enjoy it and truly savor and in love every single bite, then it would be an act of self-love. Also, I ended up getting it and I got two scoops of ice cream instead of the five and I didn't even finish it. I, I ate it and enjoyed it until I didn't need it anymore and I was able to put it away. Now me, three years ago in my journey, never would have been able to do that. So I want to ask you, if, if food is something you're struggling with, A, if you need extra help, girl, go get help. That is an act of self-love, which we'll get to. But B, ask yourself, when I go to eat this food item, am I doing this out of love for myself? Or is there something else at play? Is there an emotion I'm trying to cover up? Am I bored? You know, what is that underlying thing? And so if you can start having fun with your food, can you turn on music and find a new recipe? Or maybe that's not your thing. Maybe you're like, no, I need to do a food delivery service because I just hate cooking. And this is an act of self-love. You get to do what works best for you. And there have been points in time when I've done food delivery services and it was the best gift I could give myself because there was no stress around it. I didn't have to worry about it. I didn't have to go to the grocery store. And that was an act of self-love. So always come back to, if I love myself, how would I be nourishing my body? How would I be feeding my body? The next thing that we kind of touched on that I, I want to talk about is getting support. And y'all know I am a massive fan of support. Beyonce is a queen and she's got a million businesses and she is in front of the public eye and she's a partner and she has children. Like she is one of the busiest women probably out there. Also Oprah. I'm also a big fan of Oprah, but you guys, guess what? They don't do it alone. They don't do it alone. They get support. They get help. And so how can you get support as an act of self-love? Whether that's hiring someone to clean your house, whether that's hiring a coach to help you with your business goals because you deserve to achieve what you want in your business, whether that means finally going to therapy because you know, even though your story isn't as bad as so-and-so's, you know that there is work to be done. That is an act of self-love. Or maybe there's trauma in your past that you just keep putting off and putting off and putting off and it's keeping you from living your best life. Hiring a therapist is an act of self-love. Joining a mastermind is an act of self-love. Investing in yourself to get support and to grow is an act of self-love. It is the thing that has completely changed my life is asking for support. And that can be intimidating and that can be scary, but guess what? It doesn't have to be. I'm going to remind you, you get to choose. You constantly have a choice and you get to choose to sit in your excuses and to sit in your discomfort, whether it's in your health or your emotional state or your business or your relationship, or you get to choose to love yourself enough to ask for support. I'm going to take investing in yourself into another level. I want you to go do something 
wild. I want you to spend the extra money and get the gourmet vegan cheese. I want you to spend the extra dollars that it would be to get the nicer bottle of wine. I want you to go buy the sexy underwear. Throw out your old ratty gross underwear. Girl, look, I know you know what I'm talking about. Throw it out. Why? Because you love yourself and because you're worthy of having really sexy, nice feeling underwear. Because you know what happens when you get that amazing gourmet vegan cheese or you get that nice bottle of wine or you wear that like rich, awesome underwear, you start to feel better and that self-love muscle grows. So if that means you decide that you need to redecorate your office because walking into your office right now feels crappy and it doesn't feel like what you wanna be or who you wanna be and it makes you not wanna work, your act of self-care is repainting the shelves so that you love the color because it picks up your energy and it makes you feel good. Why? Because you're deserving and you're worthy of being in a space that makes you feel good. Invest in yourself. Throw out the things that aren't working in your life, figuratively and literally, and replace those things with items, people, experiences that are going to remind you of how incredible you are. Up-leveling your life is an act of self-love. How would I show up in my business if I loved myself? I would probably take more risks. How would I dress if I loved myself? Well, hey, maybe I wouldn't wear the same pair of leggings 10 days in a row. Maybe I would buy that sexy underwear because you know what? It's like, ooh, a girl that has a secret, she's powerful, right? How would I show up at Whole Foods if I love myself? Well, first, I'd go to Whole Foods, and second, I'd realize I'm worthy of getting that awesome gourmet vegan cheese. How would you show up in your life, in your relationships, in your business, in your home space, in your health and wellness, if you loved yourself? Sometimes we don't know what that means, but simply posing that question and increasing the vibe and up-leveling our surroundings investing in our surroundings helps us flex that self-love muscle. I want you to do something nice for yourself. Go buy yourself the flowers, order your favorite drink, learn a new recipe, take a luxurious bath. Yeah, in the middle of the day when you should be working, take 20 minutes and go take a bath and fill it with like amazing scented things and maybe put on a candle Maybe you read a book because that's what feels good. Or maybe you wash and dry your hair and you put curls in it. Are you on like day 10 of dry shampoo? This is just an idea for you to do something new and nice for yourself. What would that look like? What's that thing that you always want to do? And don't wait for a man to do it. If you want the flowers, buy yourself the damn flowers. If you want to go on a date, you take yourself out on a date. Now, I know you can't really do that in quarantine, but guess what you can do? You can order pickup from your favorite place. You can bring it home. You can light some candles. You can put on some music, and you can take yourself out on a date. Do something nice for yourself. Why? Because someone who loves themselves would do something nice for themselves daily. Make a giant list of what feels good to you. And if you don't know what feels good to you, 
I just gave you a handful of ideas. Make a giant list and try them on. It's like trying on jeans. You don't buy the first pair. You try on a bunch of different things and you see what works best and what fits best. So I want you to go do something nice for yourself. The last thing that I'm going to encourage you to do is to write yourself love letters. Ooh, did that like just get you? Because that kind of got me even if I, as I said it out loud. Every day for the next week, can you write yourself a love letter? And every day you've got to write about something different that you love about yourself. Getting in the act of honoring how incredible you are for the things you've overcome, for the human being that you are, for the kindness that's just innately in you, that is going to increase your awareness of your worthiness, of your deservingness. That's not a word. But getting in the habit of honoring who you are on paper is going to change how you think about yourself. I want you to write out, dear self, you're going to insert your name. I would say, dear Sam, you are the light. You are incredible. You're an amazing partner. You're an amazing dog mom. I'm so proud of you for how you've handled adversity in your life. I'm so proud of you for being bold, even when you were scared. You are beautiful. You are courageous. You have giant vision that you're not afraid to go after. And you feel fear and you do it anyway. I'm so proud of you for stepping up and stepping out. I'm so proud of you for showing up for yourself and for showing up for others. I am so in love with the woman you are becoming and I know you're going to continue to grow. I want you to go for it, even when it feels uncomfortable. And for those of you that are like, oh my God, I can't do that. I want you to first write a letter to your best friend. Write a letter to your best friend to remind you of how amazing you are at supporting someone else. Most of us are incredible at saying, girlfriend, you are a queen. You are a goddess. I'm so impressed. You're an amazing mother. You're an amazing chef. You're a, a fantastic wife. You're so good at everything you do. OMG, you are a queen. But then when it turns around and we have to do that for ourselves, most of us freak out. So go write that letter to your best friend first so you get in that energy and then you get to do it for yourself. And this is the same thing as, you know, writing thank you notes, getting into gratitude for people that you love. If you can show gratitude for other people, you can show gratitude for yourself. If you can compliment other women, you can also compliment ourselves or yourself. Because when you compliment someone else, you can only compliment the things that you can also relate to. So if you see beauty and power and, and amazingness in other people, guess what? That means you have it too. So challenge yourself. Can you write yourself a love letter every single day and talk about different things? And guess what? It only gets to be positive. You don't get to say, you know, you've made a lot of mistakes in your life, but nope, you would never say that to your best friend, would you? Hell no. Not if you were my best friend. You wouldn't tell me I've made a lot of mistakes. So don't do that to yourself. How would you treat your best friend? Or if you have a child, how would you treat your daughter? What would you write to your daughter? And then I want you to turn around and write it to yourself. So we gave you a lot of different ideas today on how to flex that self-love muscle from working with affirmations and meditations and 
really working on that subconscious level to moving for yourself, to eating like you love yourself, to investing in yourself, buying the sexy underwear, getting the vegan gourmet cheese, hiring the coach, getting you know the support that you need in your life, hiring the therapist, to redecorating your space so that it really matches who you want to be and, and who you are when you love yourself, to finally writing yourself love letters. Ooh, that's the big one. She makes me emotional because I know most of you, if you are like me, you have struggled with this in the past and it's one thing to go buy underwear. It does feel good and it's very fun, but it's another thing to sit down and tell yourself how amazing you are. So do me a favor. If you try this, can you take a screenshot and tag me and let me know how this was for you? Because I know this exercise can be challenging, but if you commit to showing up for seven days in a row. Maybe you commit to 30 days in a row. I would love to see what your experience is because I know it's gonna get easier. How do I know this? Because self-love is a muscle. And that first time we walk into the gym and we wanna work on our biceps, I don't really know what girls wanna work on their biceps, but you know, you wanna work on your glutes, you wanna work on your abs. That first time you pick up the weight, it's challenging and it's tough and it doesn't feel good. But you know what? Once you've done it for a week, or 30 days, or six months, or a year, you're the natural in the gym. You feel good picking up weights. So do me a favor, this week, as you're making choices, pause to ask yourself, if I love myself, how would I show up? What choice would I make in this situation if I had full love and respect for the queen that I am? And let me know how it goes. Take a screenshot, share this with your girlfriends. We all could use some self-love right now. And if you want to join my five-day free self-love challenge and be in a group of women who are also trying to flex their self-love muscles, please, please, please feel free to join our group. I'll link the um, info in the show notes. And you know what, girlfriend? I hope you have the most amazing, incredible day. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.